Hey everybody, it's Pete from Microbiz Mentors. I am recording podcast episode number five. It is Small Business Saturday. And that, of course, is preceded by Black Friday. And our Black Friday sucked. And our Small Business Saturday also sucked. So instead of recording a thing that I was starting to work on about finance and financing terms and bookkeeping stuff, uh, I'm coming on to talk about this instead. And we'll get to the bookkeeping finance stuff at some point. Uh, but I wanted to talk about this stuff while it's still kind of fresh in my mind, which is probably going to come along with some bitterness and thoughts that maybe I'll look back at later and, and feel differently. But um, I, I just wrote a blog post about this as well. So head to microbizmentors.com slash blog or just link from the front page of the of the website there. And I'll put a link to that post in the description of this episode. Um, so I'm just going to kind of talk about this whole thing. So background, I have a bicycle shop, as those who know me know, and those who have been listening are hopefully, you know, picking up on. Um, yeah, Black Friday sucked. And I've talked to some friends with other small and micro businesses in this area geographically, and then in other areas in other states and, and towns around mostly the East Coast. Um, they did okay, which I'm glad for, obviously. So the title of this blog post is Does Black Friday Hurt Micro Businesses? And I'm really interested to hear everybody's feedback and thoughts on this. Um, I think that a lot of what I experienced at the bike shop is specific to the cycling industry. Uh, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff going on or behind the scenes factors going on in the cycling industry right now. And supply is difficult and there's stuff's either out of stock completely or it's overstocked and on sale. And really it's just tough to begin with. Uh, I had thought that small business Saturday would be a little bit better for us than uh, Black Friday. But that was really not the case. Both days were below average in terms of dollars of revenue per an average Saturday or an average Friday. Uh, our web sales were, let's see, we had one order today and none yesterday. Web sales are pretty small for us, but I figured if folks are going to do online shopping, maybe they would be looking at our website. Maybe they'd be looking at our um our promos and stuff. I actually sent out some marketing things, uh, a couple emails and social media and that sort of thing, which I don't always do. I'm trying to get better at, but I don't always do. So it's just, it's tough when you make an effort and you don't get results and you don't get, especially on uh, a quote unquote holiday like this, where the expectation is that you are going to get some results. And it just, it's a flop. So we, I literally didn't make enough um, margin to pay my staff on Friday. And today I think we broke even. So that's good at least. But yeah, it's really frustrating. So my blog post about micro businesses was started, let's see, I think I started writing this on like Tuesday this past week. And then as I went through it and kept talking more about this specific example from uh, a Black Friday sale. It wasn't even a Black Friday sale because, of course, Black Friday used to be a day 
and now it's like Black Friday month or Cyber Month or whatever. We're just looking for reasons to have a sale at this point. Um, so yeah, I, I was thinking about this whole Black Friday and how does it impact small businesses and micro businesses because I saw a fellow bike shop owner in the mid-Atlantic area who posted on their social media that they were closed for Black Friday. They were not going to be doing any small business Saturday stuff either, uh, but they sure weren't going to do any Black Friday stuff because the entire concept of Black Friday to them was contrary to their mission, contrary to their core values, and and the owner felt that Black Friday just eroded the value of, of his business entirely and he just didn't want anything to do with it. And and that's totally fine. I This is a, a conversation and a, a topic for debate and obviously each person is going to make their decision how to play it, how to participate in it or not, as the case may be. Uh, but I saw that post and that kind of made me think about this stuff more and think that maybe it was a good uh, blog post topic and eventually here we are with a podcast topic. So in general, um, here are my thoughts. I hate Black Friday and that's because Black Friday was not successful for us this year. Black Friday was not successful for us last year either. The difference is I actually tried this year. Uh, as I said earlier, put things out in marketing and social media and that sort of thing and, and nothing, it just was really odd. So in, and despite the fact that the weather was really nice today and was quite nice yesterday as well. So I'm inclined to think it is more to do with people in this area. We're right outside Washington, DC. And also the, the fact that Thanksgiving for folks in this area is often a good excuse or a good reason to leave this area. I think that even though a lot of the businesses in the area did pretty well with Black Friday, I think a lot of the folks that would have been coming into a bike shop were instead um, elsewhere or had family in town themselves. at least that's what I'm telling myself. I thought perhaps that the day after Thanksgiving, AKA black Friday itself was just slow because of people being in town still. But then today, Saturday, small business Saturday was also pretty much a flop. Um, so it, it's, as I said, it's frustrating to try and compete to begin with. And I, I was a little hesitant. One of my staff members was super excited about black Friday coming up and we put some sales together and, uh, mark some bikes down with a whole bunch of accessories and that sort of thing, a whole bunch of sales on a whole bunch of items. And, and again, actually advertise them, which I didn't do last year. The excitement faded, unfortunately with me doing pricing research. So one of the first things I want to talk to you guys about is minimum advertised pricing. And if you're just getting into a micro business or uh, have one and you're looking at pricing as well, this is something that you have come across. And if you're not familiar with MAP or minimum advertised pricing, then you, you need to research based on the products that you are selling in your store. But here's the way it works. Companies, manufacturers uh, of products set a minimum price that they expect their price, their products to sell for. So if a company like 
um, Reebok, first thing that came to mind, no affiliation. We don't carry shoes anyway. So if a company like Reebok says, here's this pair of sneakers and we are going to sell it at wholesale for $75. So if you're a sneaker store, you can, you can buy them for $75. The minimum advertised price might be $125. And companies will often lower minimum advertised price or map. I'm going to call it map henceforth. They'll often lower map for holidays and they'll literally call it a map holiday. So if there's Black Friday coming up or if there's, you know, a preseason sale, that sort of thing, sometimes they'll lower map and allow retailers to sell for less than normal. So when I was going on to do research about what we were going to put on sale and and how much we were going to charge and all that sort of thing, I came across, and this happens more frequently than I want to discuss right now. But this one really stung because I saw a a large national retailer and I'm not in the business of naming names. So I'm going to generally refer to things as just that a large national sporting goods retailer. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of the store because it doesn't matter. It happens all the time. And I think it's one of those things that as a micro business owner, you need to pick your battles. I realized that there's no way I'm going to win this one. So I, I guess I just lie down and take it. Um, we found this large online and brick and mortar as well, sporting goods retailer selling a particular item, which was a, a cargo trailer for your bicycle. Selling it for $349, regular price $479. And this is prior to Black Friday, by the way. This is an amazing sale, and I only found out about it because a customer came. They wanted to buy from us, actually, so that was kind of a silver a silver lining. I think, I hope we had a good interaction with them, and they'll be back for other things in the future. Uh, but we lost the sale here because the cheapest that we can purchase that item at quote-unquote wholesale is $352 plus a $15 flat rate shipping because they're kind of bulky. Uh, so... For $367, I can purchase that trailer. Even if I sold it to them at that cost, I'm still, or rather the customer would still be losing some money based on this price that the bigger store was advertising of $349. So that's that's really where it stung because folks are able to get stuff for less than I can even find it at quote unquote wholesale rates. Uh, so not to get too far down the rabbit hole of wholesale and the fact that there's, there's different prices for everybody, there's different levels of wholesale for everybody. That's not even what I'm trying to talk about in this episode, obviously. Uh, but the bigger result is in the bigger picture of this whole black Friday, cyber Monday, um, small business Saturday sphere is that I can't compete with large retailers on a normal day anyway. Uh, so going into these days where we're supposed to be able to bring in a bunch of retail or a bunch of revenue rather, it's just, it's really tough to see that happen. I saw an article on my local news station here that said there were $9 billion with a B $9 billion in sales worldwide on black Friday, which is awesome. Uh, when you consider that the average day in world commerce is about two to three billion dollars, and this is retail commerce. We're not talking about, you know, the grain trade or shipping industry or anything like that, but retail sales. Uh, 
so this is online sales, and I think perhaps that's where some of our sales went was most to online places. Um, I don't know. It's it's really I'm still bitter about it. I'm still uh, upset is probably a strong word. I've I've calmed down a little bit from earlier, um, but but yeah, it stings, and it's really tough as a a small business owner, a micro business owner, because we have so much involvement in our business. In many cases, we are our business and everything that happens to the business therefore happens to us. And we feel it on a very, very personal level. It is not, it's not the business, even though in legal terms in financial terms, it's a, it, it is its own entity. I'm using air quotes. I need to start videotaping these. Uh, the business is its own entity, but the reality is we feel every hit, every bump in the road, uh, and, it's, and it's difficult. So my general conclusion about Black Friday is that I don't think it's worth the squeeze for us. I don't think that I'm going to – I had extra staff today and yesterday. I don't think we're going to do that anymore. I don't think that I'm going to stress out about doing any extra advertising above my usual – I, the, the juice just isn't worth the squeeze. I think that in the grand scheme of things, I, I really don't want to be competing for price buyers in the first place. And this is going to be an overarching theme that I've, I've talked about in a couple episodes already. Uh, there's different buyer types, uh, four or five, depending on who you listen to and what your industry is. Some don't apply as much to others. For us, price buyers are just it's exactly what it sounds like. Somebody who wants to buy something at the lowest price, they don't care about whether it's online from a big business or in person from a micro business. They don't care if it's small business Saturday, Black Friday, or Purple Tuesday. They just want the lowest possible price. And that's what Black Friday is really built for. My industry really doesn't do well in that arena for reasons I just talked about. Um, and the parts of our industry, the cycling industry that do well with that are the parts that I just don't want to have anything to do with. They're Walmart bikes. They don't last. Low quality stuff is cheap. Cheap stuff is low quality. And it's not worth it to me as a shop owner to carry that stuff in the first place. Big ticket items and higher priced parts and accessories. If I can't compete with online retailers for a couple of days of the year or a few weeks of the year, as the case may be, that's going to have to be okay. Sometimes we do have the lowest price. Sometimes I've had customers come in and, and they've been pretty surprised that we actually, and we do price match Amazon even, which is controversial. I, I grant you that. Um, but we'll price match Amazon and I'll have folks that come in and say, Hey, I looked and you guys actually are the cheapest. I couldn't believe it. So those are the price buyers. Those are the folks who you're going to catch with your black Friday sales or your cyber Monday sales. And hopefully you catch more than we did. I sincerely hope that you do. But it's important to keep perspective on this for those of us in industries and those of us whose markets aren't so largely built on price buyers. Relationship buyers are out there. Value buyers are out there. All these other types still exist. And we've got to be able to provide service to them and provide products to them the whole rest of the year. So to wrap up, do I hate Black Friday? Yes. Do I hate Small Business Saturday? Well, no, I love the principle of it. I love the idea of it, of course. But um, 
I don't think that sales in my industry of parts or services are as closely tied to this as I want them to be. I really wanted this weekend to be a super, super busy, you know, high income, obviously, but we need to put some money in the bank. We're going into the off season here and we need to put some money in the bank so that we can keep paying our bills throughout the rest of the year. This is supposed to be because by the way, Black Friday doesn't mean that it has anything to do with black people, which is literally what I thought uh, growing up in Maine, one of the whitest states in the union. So please forgive me. Uh, black Friday is because this is when retailers try to sell as much as they can and get their revenue into the black, get their books back into the black in financial reporting, the podcast that I was going to do, but put on hold to do this one. Financial reporting, uh, positive numbers are black. Negative ones are often red or italics or parentheses or something else. But if you're in the red, you are negative and you want to be in the black, obviously, for a positive revenue for the year. And this is the point. In fact, in some industries, they operate in the, in the red all the way until now. And Black Friday really is the point where they swing into the black. So that's the history of the term Black Friday. If you didn't know, now you know. But again, they are designed largely for the price buyer and largely for industries either with low overhead, low cost of production, high margins percentage in the first place um, that really can put the money in the bank and get into the black for Black Friday. So again, I feel a little bitter about Black Friday. I hope that you guys had a better experience than I did. Definitely some lessons learned. This is only our second Black Friday as a full-scale bicycle shop. Prior to this, we did mobile and pop-up service in a, in a delivery-type van. Uh, so this is our only our, our second year, and I'm learning every day that goes by, every year that goes by, definitely a lot of lessons learned this year for us. Hopefully some good lessons learned for you out there as well. Um, I'd love to hear about them. What, what did you guys experience for Black Friday? Did you have success? Did you put the money in the bank? Did you get back in the black? Let me know. And as always, you can send in those comments or questions at microbizmentors.com slash questions. Ask questions. Give me comments. Let me know you're alive and well out there. I think we're approaching, quickly approaching, 20 downloads to zero. That's right, folks. You heard it here. 20 downloads of the podcast, which is super awesome. Actually, all joking aside, this is pretty cool. Uh, this is episode number five. Episode number six, unless I get sidetracked and think of something else to talk about, episode six will be the financial terminology for beginners uh, that I was going to talk about. We'll do that next time. And that's just some lessons learned about financial literacy, um, particularly if you have folks that you're interacting with in the business world, whether it's a bank or a business plan or an investor, that sort of thing. They're going to ask you questions. They're going to use terms that you probably haven't heard before. And I want to try and help you guys with some lessons learned from my experience and experiences of, of folks that I chat with. So that is next time. I appreciate you tuning in this time. And until next time, this is Pete for MicroBizMentors. Mentors.